code violation, verbal abuse. French Open starts tomorrow. Um, this clay season didn't feel as long as usual. Or am I tripping? No, you're right. You're right. It it just didn't feel that long. I I don't know. Maybe because we only had to sit through one Serena match the whole time. Or maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that might be it. That might be it. Mainly, I think mainly because I mostly just watch Rafa for real. But, Yeah. Huh. Oh, well. It was a quick one. I'm I'm glad for it. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, we're right here at the end. In news for right now, uh, tennis coach Miguel Toban has been given a 12-month suspension after being found to have traded wild cards in return for payment at a number of challenger events in 2017. Um, Toban has previously coached players such as Alejandro Faya, uh, Santiago Geraldo, Nicholas Mahu, uh, Robert Farah, and Juan Sebastian Cabal, who are two of my favorite doubles players, and uh, several others. So I thought that was sort of interesting that he had been given that. I think he was also uh, given a $12,000 fine. It was either 12000 or 20000 but I think it was twelve. And this was in 2017? So it it happened, yeah, it happened, the, the ban happened this year, but he was uh, trading these wild cards in 2017 at Challenger events. Hmm. So, it's, I mean, it's so much, yeah. it's so much corruption at these, uh, at these lower levels and it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's very, uh, I don't know, I, I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I just don't, like, I don't usually hear about, too much about, it's usually the players and not the coaches you usually hear about. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess he helped. It doesn't say who he helped. Like, there was just a list of players who he had coached. But it doesn't say who he necessarily bought the wild cards for. I would like to see. Um, but, yeah. In other news, we have a small update on the ATP Player Council vote that took place in Rome. Um, They are now down to two candidates. Uh, We mentioned in the last episode that there would be a vote in Rome during the event concerning the six-man shortlist that they had at the time. It's now down to former top 10 player Nicholas Lapenti and former ATP executive and Gimmelstab BFF Weller Evans. The decision between the two will be made during a council meeting at Wimbledon next month. Um, yeah, I thought the interesting part was that, of course, you know, people were saying that Willard Evans was, he had a connection with Gimmelstab, and here he is still on the the remaining two people who are up for this position. 
they really do not care about optics. Like, no matter how bad something looks or how, how bad they're all coming off, they really just obviously don't give a fuck. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of a misunderstanding, too, because, like, Novak is now impressed saying that he feels like everybody's going hard on him and everybody's picking at him because he's the, you know, he's the <laughs> the president, you know, or whatever. So, <laughs> but it's like, well, you're the one that, you know, vied for this position and you're the one who wanted to be in that top position. <laughs> so, right. like, I don't know why you would think now that all this stuff is coming to light, that people aren't going to go after you. Of course, they're going to go after you. Exactly. Yeah. And he even even after Stan said what he said, he said he was upset that Stan didn't come to him. Right. Like, of course, all this stuff is going to fly back on you. You being real vocal about it. Yeah, I don't feel bad for him at all. But we'll see. That's supposed to be next month at Wimbledon that vote. So we'll see what comes of that. Um, my expectations are low. Same. We would, at this time, also like to send out best wishes for a speedy recovery to Nicole Gibbs. Uh, Gibbsy, she had her surgery this week, I believe, uh, after finding out she had a rare form of mouth cancer. So, uh, best wishes to you, girl. Hope you are doing well and recovering. Yes, definitely. Hope hope she comes back soon. She said she wants to be back by the grass uh, for qualities at Wimbledon, and I hope she I hope she can. So, you know, prayers up. Yeah. Do we have another news? Uh, nope. Well, there you go. I guess we should get into the brackets. Um, women always first for us. The ladies first. Withdrawals, we have Camilla Georgie, Ekaterina Makarova, and The Doper. Were there any others? Katie Bolter. Oh, Katie Bolter. Um, I saw something about her yesterday, but I wasn't, I didn't like read too much into it. There was something about whether she was still going to play or something. Cause she posted, there was a girl that qualified and she posted on the girl's Instagram saying, I'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of unclear. <laughs> I don't know. And that's the thing. Like a lot of people are saying, you know, cause she flew all the way to Paris to, to get the prize money that she was entitled to having made it into the draw or whatever, I guess. Right. But apparently she's known for weeks that she wasn't going to be able to compete. So a lot of people are saying it just, it's, you know, I mean, I guess it's not nothing illegal about it. Cause I mean, it's, it's, it's the money she was entitled to, right. but they're saying it just doesn't really look right that she knew she wasn't going to be able to compete for weeks and her entire team just made it look like she was hoping that she still could compete, I guess, to kind of like save face. A lot of people are saying it just would have been better or smarter and easier for everybody if she would have just flat out, you know, said that, yeah, this I'm coming to get this money that I'm entitled to. But, I mean, it is what it is. It's interesting. Um, at the top of the draw, we have Naomi Osaka, the number one in the world. She begins her quest for three major titles in a row versus Shmidlova. I don't have much to say about that, but she should win it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the The very next first round that you see in the bracket is Ostapenko as Arenka, which yeah should be a cracker. Um, Ostapenko, of course, has been struggling most of the last two years since she won this title. Right. 
Um, and Azarenka is, her form is rounding out. She's been playing a lot better here lately. Um, kind of seems that that Serena match <laughs> kind of woke her up. Uh, and she's playing a lot better. She looks healthier. She looks fit. And uh, I'm excited for her for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, of course, that would be, the winner of that match would be Osaka's second round. So some people are saying that they feel like Azarenka's going to come up and take out Osaka. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, I, even at Azarenka's best, I didn't ever see her to be that much of a force in the clay. Right. I do remember her making a Rome final one year, but. Yeah, she made the, she made the Rome final in 2013, losing to Serena. Right. Uh, she lost the Madrid final in 2012 to Serena. And I think she, I think she made a semifinal here in Paris once. I think. Yeah, semi, she semifinals here in 2013. 2013. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize. And she lost to Sharapova. Uh, yes. Yep. Let me double check that because I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, she, she, she definitely lost to Sharapova lost, because, because she didn't lose to Serena. Serena, yeah. Serena beat the hell Woo. out of Ronnie that year. Woo. What a match. I need to go watch that later and get myself in the right spirit. Um, <laughs> yeah, speaking of Serena, she's here in this section. Um, she opens versus Diachenko. I think they played in 2015 at the U.S. Open, I think. I know we played her before, but... And it was Don't like, get me lying about when. It was like 6 0 and something, and the girl retired or something. I think that was 2015. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. We didn't didn't complete, get a complete first round that year. But, you know, a bagel is a bagel, so we'll take it. Nope. Keys, Madison Keys is in this section, our uh, 2019 uh, Charleston champion, which I had forgotten about until I looked yesterday. Mm-hmm. Semi-finalist here last year. Wow, at that. Uh, yeah, and she opens versus Rodina. Um, Bianca Andreescu is here. We haven't seen her since Miami. Uh, she's been out with injury, I believe. But I think, personally, I think the type of game that she plays could be well-suited to the clay. Uh, it would just be about how rusty she is and all that stuff, having not played a single match on the clay this year. She opens versus Buskova. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. Lucky loser. Yeah, so I would expect her to at least get out of the first round. We'll see, though. Uh, your girl Shasu Wei is here. Me, the casual queen. <laughs> yeah, she gets Gulovich first round. Uh, I think I think the casual queen got a good route to the third round. I do too. Or she she would likely get Barty. Yes, Barty is here. She opens versus Pegula. This is uh this is kind of a heavy little quarter here. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see who fights their way through this. Let me see. The, the next quarter belongs to Simona Hollop. Uh, defending champion, she opens her campaign versus Tom Milanovic. Hmm. I, I last week when I was thinking about, it, I was like, I could see her getting back to the quarters. I don't see her necessarily defending the title. Right. But now I'm looking at her draw. 
and quarters might be selling her a little short with the draw that she has because they're uh, this draw this this is a weak ass quarter <laughs> there's I'm nobody sorry. here compared to the other three quarters this is this is weak yeah she's definitely the draw winner here Zavana Rava is here we're glad to see her back in a major tournament but uh yeah I don't have high expectations for her uh, the quarter rounds out with Petra Kvitova, who opens versus Serana Kirstea. Um Petra, I think, made a quarter here or something one year. She Petra made the semis in 2012. Okay, that's right. And then she lost the doper. Yeah, she lost to Cheryl Pope. Mm. Sabalenka's here. Mm. The, the 11 seed. I think she just made a semifinal somewhere this yes. week. This week, yes. She made the um, um, she hasn't been. She hasn't had very stellar results this year, though. I don't think. I, I, I feel like I haven't seen her much on the clay at all. We haven't, and it's very surprising to me because, like I said, I think I said it last episode. I just felt like with the big sweeping ground strokes that she has, I felt like the clay would give her more time to do what she needs to do. But apparently right. not. Apparently, she likes some hard courts, and that's it. You know, she opens against Sivakova, so she could likely lose. First round, yeah. And second round, she would probably get Anisimova, and I could see her losing that one, too. I like her. I hope she does well. Yeah, me too. Not going to hold my breath, though. There's a... I mean, that's it for this section, and I don't... That's it. I didn't have anything else to write down. No. It was three lines. Seriously, like there are some names here, but no names that'll actually move. Like Stozier's here, uh, Streets of Us here, Buzarnescu, Contavite, but n- none of those people are threats here. At least not no. this year, not right now. I don't think so. Mm. Kasakin is here, but she's been in a free fall for a while now. Well, holla, girl. Mm. <laughs> uh, the next quarter belongs to Kiki Burtons, uh, one of my faves to win this event. She opens versus Parmentier. That'll be an interesting match. Yes, it will. You know, having to go up against someone from France right up at the start. Yeah. Um, Benchich is here. She begins versus Ponche. Benchich is on a steady rise. She's finding her way back. That's nice to see. It is. I I think I have her in the fourth round. Yes, I have her in the fourth round. The marquee match in this section and maybe of the first round is Venus Williams versus Elena Svitolina. Uh, this has not been a good matchup for Venus in recent years, but uh, honestly, if there's a time to beat Zitalina, it's at a slam. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I'll be rooting for Venus. I don't know if I'm going to watch or not. Right. But I'll be rooting for her. Uh, it would be a good win, and it would kind of set her up in this draw if she could get it. So, we'll see. For sure. 
And we'll definitely see how Venus is uh, that her arm and her knee is feeling because she she hasn't been at 100 percent for a while now. Seriously, part of me thinks she probably should have just sat this tournament out. She was only defending first round points, so she probably could have, you know, rest and just get ready for Wimbledon. Wow. Mm. Well, either way, she's going to get a good amount of rest before Wimbledon, so that's good, too. Yeah, assuming assuming she loses, if she right. you know Venus Venus likely to go out there and fight for every ball and kill herself out there, make a fourth round, and then be in even worse shape. Oh god, <laughs> uh, Muguruza is here. She starts versus TT Taylor Townsend. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Townsend about to get her ass kicked. It's not gonna be pretty. She about to get her ass kicked. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe she'll shock us and do something. Like, Probably not, like, though. Make a, like a 6-3 set? That would be a shocker. <laughs> you know. Oh, my so goodness. Stevens rounds off this quarter. She plays Misaki Doi. You know, finalist here last year, uh, Sloan. She's th- this is hers for the take in making this quarterfinal right here. Seriously, because uh, Svitolina, even if Svitolina gets past Venus and makes it through like to that fourth round, she's she's not 100% yet. She's still working her way back from her injury, and um, I think Sloan would have her way with her. I think so, too, and I think you know Sloan always gets up for the big tournaments and defending points. I think she did fairly well last year to make the course at the U.S. Open trying to defend that title. So Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. The last quarter belongs to Carolina Pliskova. She opens versus Madison Bringle. Mm. Oh, yeah. Bringle about to get her ass handed to her. Kuznetsova is here. Uh, She could be Pliskova's second round. And I could definitely see Sveta winning that match. Zveta has been back long, but she is, in my opinion, she's always a contender. This is a a uh, multi-time Grand Slam champion and multi-time Grand Slam finalist. So yeah, and she p- definitely plays very well here. Yes. So uh, I definitely expect her to to at least try to make a move. And she she plays normally pretty tactical tennis so I would think that she would be able to do the things against Pushkova that these other girls fail to do all the time especially right. in Rome a couple of weeks ago so um, yeah I hope she can do it Ladinovich is here in this section she's always dangerous especially on the clay um, she's been getting some good wins here lately yeah, she's rounding out into much better form than she's been in for a while. So, um, and she's you know she's at her home tournament, so I think she'll, uh, I think she'll really fight for this, and I think she'll make a move. I see her in round three at least. I don't, but that's you know that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I see her in round three at least. Like it wouldn't surprise me at all if like if Pliskova got to the third round and faced um, Adenovich, it wouldn't shock me if Kiki won that match. I would have to stand during the match. 
Gerges Kanepi. That's a first round match in this section. That should be kind of cute. Oh, Gerges is gets Kanepi in round one? Yes, Gerges Kanepi. Julie about to get her ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking at this draw and I was thinking, I'm like, you know, Gerges she could make she could make the round of sixteen. She could make this quarterfinal, but like has Gerges ever made a slam quarter in her life? What round did we play her last year at Wimbledon? Third. Oh damn. I thought it was later than that. Oh, we played her in the semis of Wimbledon last year. That's what I thought. Yeah. Sem- sem- yeah, semis of Wimbledon. Made, yeah. I'm yeah, like, we played I her. Know it was later. It was second week for sure. Yeah, we played. We played her in the third round at the French last year. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Or the second round. Was Barty yep. second round? Yeah, yeah, Barty was second round. Barty played us in the forum. Remember that? Struggled That's through right. that, and then, and then beat then Julia's then ass, and yeah. Okay. okay whooped whooped okay. her ass in round three. Angelique Kerber is also in this section. She is searching for her only missing slam title. I just have to mention that. She opens versus Potapova. Kerber, Kerber, Kerber. She's not at a hundred percent. And um yeah, I don't I don't I don't see her going too far here. I feel like I haven't seen her since she lost the Indian Wells final. I don't think we have. Hmm. I don't think we have. I think she's dealing with like a foot injury or something. I think she said it's like, it's like getting better day by day or whatever. And, you know, she she feels ready to compete. But we'll see. Oh, well. Do you have your uh, semifinalists? My semifinalists for this women's event. Lord have mercy. I have uh, Burton's and Mertens mm. <laughs> and Barty and Hollow. Wow. Going way left field. Go big or go home. I have Serena, Hollow, Burton's, and Plishkova. I guess we'll see. I pray to God Serena can do well here, but she's been driving me crazy with this knee. I am not reading as much into the knee as everybody else. I'm trying to think positively about it. And, you know, she had some cute little practice videos yesterday and stuff. She looks all right. Mm Mm-hmm. So we'll see. It seems like she's working hard and trying to be ready, and she's serious about it. And we we have known her in the past to um, you know play through slams with you know blisters, barely being able to walk, yeah, and <laughs> wrapped up like mummies and you know all kind of stuff. So uh, it's a slam. She knows how to show up for a slam, um, barring no. Uh, bullshit foot fault calls we should be alright to at least get into the second week and defend our points I look forward to it 
On the men's side of things, a few more withdrawals on this side. We have Milos Raonic, Tomas Burdich, Kevin Anderson, John Isner, who, you know, according to uh, someone who shall remain unnamed, was Rafael Nadal's biggest rival on the clay this season. <clears throat> uh, Andre Rublev, and now Nick Kyrgios, who has also withdrawn, not surprising. Yeah, I think Kyrgios said something about an illness or something. I that sounds like laziness. I wanted it wasn't he like practicing on the grass like three days ago? I think so. So it just looks to me like he planned on not playing at all anyway. It's all good. He don't want to play. He shouldn't play. True that. Seriously, give that spot to somebody who actually wants to be here. At the top of the men's draw is one Novak Djokovic. He is going for No Lay Slam 2.0. He opens versus Hercats. Is that how you say that name? I have no idea. That's how we're going to say it today. Um, <laughs> mm. I don't know how how we let him get to this point to win four in a row again. Um, or you know, not we, it's the ATP because I had nothing to do with it. Um, but you know, here we are and I, I'm pretty sure I have him in the final. Uh, Djokovic, I think I have him in the semis. Losing to team? Yeah. Mm. That would be nice. Novak Novak won Madrid, and he made the final in Rome, but he still hasn't really looked all that convincing to me. The problem is he hasn't looked convincing to me. For a while, right? And he's won the last three slams. Yeah. And that's true. He's he's definitely has, he hasn't been playing his best tennis for a while. But he's still getting through. Good for him, I guess. Mm. Bonatorich is here. He opens versus Bedene. I think. I don't. You know. Mm. Um. You know, and I told you yesterday because we were talking about his kit, mm-hmm. and I said that he could very well like not make it past the first couple of rounds. But I have to take that back. I hadn't seen his draw. I think I, I have him in the fourth round. I think I might have him in the third. Losing to Shapo? I think I put Shapo in round four. Ooh, that was slant. Okay, well, you know, I'm not going to say nothing. It's fine. Um, I mean, sure. Mm, I, think De- I, I think Dennis has a, a slam fourth round under his belt. Just one. Yeah, U.S. Open 2017. That's when he was riding high. Riding high. but the, he And he would have went further that year if he didn't have to go through qualies. He had to win three rounds in qualies before he even, right. you know, did that. So he won all those qualies matches and still made it to the round of 16. He also has um, a bagel in his head-to-head versus Borna Chorich. I'm just putting that out there. Borna bagel him? 
No, like in their head to head, he has zero wins. Oh, wait, how many times have they played? I think two. Mm. I think that's what I saw earlier. Look, it's whatever. Born is not playing that well. He is not. That is true. Anything can happen, I guess. Either way, none of these men are making this quarterfinal, so it really don't matter at the end of the day. True. Um, Monte Carlo champ Fonini is in this section. He opens versus Andreas Seppi. He did win Monte Carlo. Yep. Wow. Beat Rafa and everything. Yep. Yep. Wow. Mm. This was an interesting play season. It was. There were some, you know, I, I think part of it was Anthony's fault because Anthony uh, went on a whole tangent about how boring the clay season was because Rafa wins everything, and now <laughs> it didn't happen this year. So, uh, thanks, Anthony. You made the clay season more interesting. We appreciate yeah, shout it. out to him. Yeah. Uh, Zverev, who I think they were, when I checked last time, they were in a second rain mm-hmm. delay. In that final in Geneva. Let me check right now. Let's see. Oh, it's 1-0 in the third. Okay. So they're back on court. Uh, Sasha Zverev, he's playing a final in Geneva right now as we record. Um, and has played literally every week of this clay season. <laughs> um, he plays John Milman in first round. He's trying desperately to find some form. But I think what he's doing is just tiring himself out. He's going to be exhausted. How is how is how does he expect himself to contend at for in, during three out of five matches? And you've played every week for the last what six weeks? <laughs> I don't know. It's I don't, okay. You know, I. Uh, he doesn't confused. have a bad draw either. He doesn't. But will he make it through it? Probably not. I am confused about what these teams, these players have, are really for because they they stand idly by while their players make bad scheduling decisions such as these. They just and there to make their money. I, I don't get it because if you're paying these people to give you support and guidance and then they're not doing that, why are they there? Couldn't be me. I... Somebody should tell him not to play every week, regardless of form. Do not play every single week of the clay season. But here we are. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. He could make a quarterfinal or something and shut me up. It would be nice. I hope so. He's defending would, quarterfinal points. Ooh, I would like to see it. Um, mm. The next section belongs to Dominic Team. The 2018 Rolling Girls finalist, also two-time semifinalist, and Barcelona champ opens versus Paul. T. Paul. I don't know who that is. Tommy Paul. Okay. American dude. Mm. He ain't gonna lose. Mm-hmm. It matters not. <laughs> Gail Monfils mm. is here. He opens versus Tyrell Daniel. I'm very I don't I don't know what to think of Gail's form. He's the fourteenth seed. Um 
he should have beaten Roger in Madrid a few weeks ago, but then, like, I don't know, he's also got these early losses, and I think he's in and out from injury, and I, I, don't, I just don't know what to think. Yeah, I really had no idea where to put him in this whole thing. Which, you know, isn't much different from any other slam in his entire career. He's just a wild card always. <laughs> He could he could lose first round or he could make the semis. You just never know with this dude. And his draw his draw's not really bad either. To the you know it's to not, the sixteen, yeah, fourth round. I don't Verdasco's there, but... here. No, I don't. I don't think I have him there either. Verdasco is here, but I don't really expect much from him. Mm-mm. This is this is not two thousand nine. Um, Kyle Edmund is also here. How is he still seated? Where has he been? I swear I haven't seen him since the grass last year. This is ridiculous. Hmm. But that's a much lower seating for him, so he must have been, like, out or struggling or something because he was... Wasn't he, like, top 20 for a while? Yeah. So now he's down to 28. Hmm. Uh, Alger Aliazim is here. He did, unfortunately, lose his final in Lyon today to Benoit Pierre. Um, but he is, however, seated 25 at this major, which is huge for him, I think. Um, yeah. And that is even still that with him losing the finals, that's two clay finals for him this year, by the way. So uh, that's pretty good. I think uh, he opens versus Thompson. Yeah, I hope Felix can make a little run here. That would be really, really cool. Seriously, I think I, I think I have him out to Del Potro in the third round. I have him out to Evo. I think he'll beat Karlovich. You think so? Yeah. I I hope so. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> Seriously, I hope I hope Lopez beats Karlovich. See, I was gonna put that down, and then I was—I I think I actually looked at their head-to-head because they're both so old. I figured they played a lot. <laughs> they played each other a lot of times. I mean, Karlovich is like almost forty, so if he's not already forty, I'm about to say he then, might be forty already for real. Yeah, and then Lopez isn't far behind him, so yeah, he's forty on the dot. Oh wow, yeah, still doing the damn thing, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, if he can get direct entry into slams at 40 years old, then he's doing pretty good for himself. You know, he's not he's not a Roger or somebody, so. Right. Delpo is in this section, back and playing well. Yeah. It's the other Geneva finalist, Nicholas Yari. Yeah. Whoop his ass, Delpo, whoop his ass. Um, I think I have Delpo in the quarters. Yeah, I think I have him in the quarters as well. Yeah, which would be great for him at this point. Yeah, the other top 10 seed in his his little section right here is Hatchinov, and Hatchinov is struggling mightily. I mean, really struggling. And the thing about this is, I'm looking at this draw, and I don't necessarily want to put him out to any of these players because I don't know who they are. Exactly. But, and, and it's like, I 
you could put him in the fourth round because, like, who would he have to play on the way? But then also, like, he could lose to anybody. He's he's barely been winning sets. It's crazy. He's still I, uh, top. He's still top ten seed though. Well, yeah, just because he won Paris last year, so he'll be good, you know, for top fifteen until he loses that defense. <laughs> <laughs> Luca Luca Pui is here, but uh, well, I don't expect much from him. I think I have him out first round. That poor man. The next quarter of the draw, of course, belongs to Roger Federer, playing in his first French Open since 2015. I cannot believe it's been that long. Crazy, right? I mean, he was out in 2016, so that sort of doesn't count as much. But then, of course, the last two seasons, he just skipped this shit altogether. Um... He opens versus Sonigo. Let's see what we're going to go with. Who, whoever that is. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nato is in his section. That would be his fourth round. Now, question. He won't get that far. Chekinado. Chekinado. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, that was last year where he made that run. And beat Novak? Yeah. Yeah, so he's defending semifinal points. Woo, girl, you're in danger. Mm. And he's playing Nicholas Mahu. I thought he retired from singles. Like, what? He did. What? Then what's going on? Um, I think he's trolling. I think he's pulling a Leighton Hewitt and just showing up whenever he wants. That has to be it because I swore he retired. Like, it was a whole thing. Yeah, and now I did. feel now I feel like I'm losing my mind. But he only retired from singles. He did not retire from doubles. Right. But here so he, he is as a singles wild card in this and tournament. And he's defending champion in the doubles. So I guess that's how he got a wild card into the singles. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's they, the only way that I can make sense of this. They could have gave that wild card to a young French player. They really could have. I don't. He's not going to win. I don't I don't get it. Yeah, but like, what's the point? He could have. He uh, Well, you know, I also I need him to go ahead and partner up with Serena when she's healthy at this tournament not this year clearly but like right. if she's ever healthy again like i need her to win this mixed title so uh and he would be perfect a french player at a french tournament they would go up they would mm. diego schwartzman is here which is the reason that i don't have checking in the fourth round uh he's always a threat on clay he was struggling at first but uh he started Rounding into form at the end, he made that doubles final in Madrid, and that got him some good wins and confidence in Rome the next week. He opens versus Fuksovic. Uh, I think Schwartzman is good to the fourth round. He's defending Same. quarterfinal points here, though. Oh wow! He made he the quarters last, last year? year. Yeah, after he was he was winning against Rafa for a while, he's uh, he was taking it to him. I, I think that. he was like I think it was up a set and a, a set and maybe a break. I think. But, um, rain delay? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Well, rain Thank delay rough a couple of times last year, actually. Thank God. Shoot, <laughs> if we need the rains this year, I pray they come. Oh, no, no, I, I need no rain. I need no rain. I need no rain. No None rain. Because that's it, it, it ruins everything. Except for Rafa's chances, apparently. 
I need it hot as hell for Serena's. <laughs> I need a, I need that need to feel good. You know, I don't need it tensing up in that cold ass, rainy ass weather. Mm-mm-mm. Um, Golbis is here. Oh, Golbis. Yeah, okay. Golbis is here. Twenty fourteen semifinalist. What? But uh, yeah, he's 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 done. Like he's gonna lose in round one probably. He's playing Casper Rude. I guess, you know, I, who knows with that one. I'm calling five sets, though. But, yeah, just for no reason. Several yeah. of these first-round matches are going to be five mm-hmm. sets for nothing. Just to drive me crazy. Ugh, I'm already exhausted. Myron Chilich will probably be one of those. He's here in this section. Uh, he's been struggling this year. Yes. Uh, but he opens versus Fabiano. So that's why I said that might go five sets. I think I have Chilich out in the first round. I think I have him out in the second to Dimitrov. Mm. That would be a shit show. And that match would probably be five sets too. Mm-hmm. Tipsarovich is here under protected ranking. I thought he was retiring or like maybe this is his last year or something. Am I tripping? Honestly, yuck. That's first. <laughs> Um. Uh, secondly, I didn't know he still played. So, I swore he retired or was I don't know. Like I'm, I'm. I feel like should. I'm missing something. He should. He's he has a wild card. No, nah, protected ranking. Oh, girl. I guess I don't. What 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 ranking are they protecting? I have no idea. Like I feel like he's been gone for so long. Like. I don't know. Okay, well. 2016 French Open, French Open champ Vavrinka is here. He plays Kovalik first round. I'm just um, load a little section. It was 2015 when Stan won. But, 2015? Um, 2015, yeah. See- 16 was Djokovic. Oh, 16 was Djokovic. Okay, see, I get yeah. those. Mm, you know. Because Stan, Stan won with Serena. That's what... I can remember that. Okay. Because uh, he didn't show Stan, him with Novak. I think Stan has a good uh, good shot at the round of 16 here. But, um, mm, yes, I have him in the fourth round. I don't know. We'll see. Whoever this guy he's playing is playing with a protected ranking as well. I'm just so confused. I thought protected rankings were for like top players when they left with an injury and they had to come back. Look, I I, I just I don't know. His high this guy's highest ranking is eighty. What did he need a protected ranking for? And he is currently ranked ninety three. No way he's ranked ninety three. That that has to be wrong. I gotta look this dude up. That's very odd. Mm-mm-mm. Some cold lick. Hmm. Protected. I don't. I don't know. Next. Yeah. Um. Tiafo is here. 
He's playing Philip Krajanovich first round. Danger. Yeah. He better he better get through that though. He better. Um you know, I think either way he's gonna be happy because he didn't get this GQ thing now, so uh <laughs> That was that was really nice. That was cool. He's feeling himself right now and I don't blame him. That was yeah, that was pretty great. All those those bright ass colors. Woof. Okay. Anyway, um Sitsipas is here. He rounds Let's up go. this quarter versus Marcher. I think I have Sitsipas in the semis. Uh, I think I also have him in the semifinal. This is a good draw for him. It's a very good draw, especially especially to the quarterfinals. Like, yeah, nobody here should stop him. Hmm. And then he would likely get he would likely get Federer in the quarters if you know Federer can make it through all of this. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I definitely could see Steph beating him again. Two slams in a row, I would gag. <laughs> I would, I would scream. <laughs> Woo! I'm excited at the thought. The last quarter of the draw belongs to 73-time Roland Garros champion Rafael Nadal. <laughs> Uh, he opens versus qualifier Hanfman. Don't know who that is, but you'll be losing, sis. Just go out there and have fun. Have um, a good time. Try to enjoy yourself. Uh, <laughs> uh, Medvedev is here in this section. He opens versus Air Bear. Hmm. Sanga is here. He plays Goya Chick. Yep, song is in on protected ranking and a protected ranking a, that makes sense. Look at that. Right. <laughs> It'll probably get a Nishikori uh song a second round. Woo. So that, that uh, might be fun. Yeah, Nishikori plays Hollis first round. I guess that's how you say that. Um yeah, that would be an interesting second round. They both make it there. Where do I have them? Oh, that's why. Okay. I have Sanga going out the first round. I think I have him out in round two to Nisha Corey. I don't have anything else on this section. Let me see. Let me see. Alex Deminar is here. Okay. Um, I feel like I haven't seen him for a while, though. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh... Um, David, go find my boys here too. Mm. He's not he's not doing all that well though, and he would run up against Rafa in round three. So that's it for him. Yeah, good luck. Rashard Gasquet is also here. That'll <laughs> be that's the first round loss. Yeah, he gets Misha Zverev in round one. And uh, yeah, that's about it here. Bestlashvili is here. Oh yeah, I guess that would be a fourth round for Rafa. Laszlo Jetta, he's here. He's a titleist this year, so we have to mention that. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, who are your semifinalist picks? Uh, my semis are Team and Djokovic and Nadal and Sissipas. 
All right, so there's no need for me to say mine because it's exactly the same. I just kind of hope that uh, it's not a complete shit show this French Open. I this I think this slam gives me more anxiety than the other ones. It's just not fun. I think it, it's it's a little bit less for me than it used to be. Like it's it's all it's always been like half and half for me because watching the men has always been great because. Ralph was my favorite player, so watching him dominate every year was great. But Serena, watching mm-hmm. her here has always been like torture. <laughs> Up until 2013, when she finally won again. So I think ever since then, it's been a bit easier for me. But um, yeah, and in these past few years, the rain has just completely destroyed everything. So, I don't know. Hopefully we get a a good tournament with not too many disastrous surprises. Uh, I just don't like this tournament. I don't, I don't even like their app. That's how much I, this, the whole thing is just stupid. It's all dumb. I haven't even downloaded it yet. It's, it's still trash. Like it is every year. They don't listen to anybody and fix anything. It's just still trash. Still doesn't make any sense. All right, mm. should we do our power rankings? Yep. On the ladies' side, I have. I actually have Maria Sakari at number five. Um, she won Rabat and she had the semifinals in Rome. And I kind of like her draw right now for the French, too, at least up to the fourth round or so. Um, number four, I have Pliskova. Three, I have Kvitova, just because she has a little bit more consistency so far this year than Pliskova. Um, number two, I have Holop, And number one, I have Burton's. Uh, for the ladies, I have... Uh, Starting with number one, I have Holop, just because I think she's, I think she's confident enough to come here and and play well enough as defending champ. Um, I have Burton's at number two because I think she's she's riding pretty high as well, and I think she'll finally make a, a real move here. Uh, Osaka at number three because we're number one. Kvitova at number four because uh, she just I don't know I'm I'm I feel good about Petra this year like she's been she's been playing pretty well all around so um yeah I think she'll I think she'll do well and I think she'll take confidence from all her other titles and everything else that she's achieved so far this year also I think she's once again close to the number one ranking. And I think she'll want to try to, you know, close that gap a bit more. And number five, I have Sakari because I think she's, uh, I think she'll finally carry over some confidence from a a, a good week. And uh, 
her and Stefano seem to be like running in tangent with each other. They do a little bit, yeah. And um, yeah, I, I think it, I think it's cool to see. I, I hope she does well here. Why were us both having Sakari? I thought I was doing something. <laughs> On the men's side, I have Fognini at number five because he won Monte Carlo and he beat Rafa on the way. That's a recurring theme with this list for me. Um, number four, I have Dominic Team because he won Barcelona. He beat Rafa, a semifinalist in... In Roma and Madrid, or no? What did I put right there? I don't know. He was a semifinalist in Madrid for damn sure. I don't know what the hell else I wrote. Um, okay, and then number three, I have Sitsipas because he won Estoro. He made the semifinals in Madrid and Rome, and he beat Rafa on the way. Number two, I have Novak, you know. Uh, Madrid winner and Rome's Rome finalist and then of course number one I have Rafa because he's Rafa and at the end of the day he's still the favorite uh, I think our list is basically the same except I have Federer at number five instead yeah. of Fonini because I, I gave Federer number five because he's Roger Federer this is his first time in Paris in a while and I think mm-hmm. um I think he'll be. I think he'll want to, like, desperately want to have a good result here after having not been here for so long. So I think that'll kind of push him to 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 go further. I don't see Fonini capitalizing on that Monte Carlo title at all. Yeah, I know. I agree with that. And, and you know, Team Stefanos, Djokovic, Nadal. Everybody's uh, they're all riding high off of titles this clay season. Yeah. So um, I think it'll be an interesting tournament on the men's side. And on the women's side, hopefully. I'm just happy because, you know, the start of the French Open always means the end of the school year for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I get to not be around anyone 12 or younger for a while. So that's, that's nice for me. Yeah, I just I'm I'm happy for the start of the French because it's the end of the clay season and Wimbledon is not far off. Yes, the best lamb. Have to redeem ourselves this year. Okay, let me focus on one thing. Please, because I, I I could I could go all day. Mm, Lord. Okay. Okay, so I am confused about this outfit thing because I definitely thought that Serena was wearing that floral dress and it was giving me 2006 US Open vibes. I've been, Leon and I have been begging her to revive that look for over 10 years. Like just begging her because it was just such a good look and it deserves more. <laughs> and I thought that she had finally listened to us. And then here comes this Virgil Abloh thing, and I, I'm I'm just very confused because first of all, like that's a that's a floor length skirt she has on, and I guess it could be shorter, but then is she still gonna be showing the leg too? And then also, like, where are her boobs in these photos? Do you did y'all did you look at the photos real good? It's like they, what? Where are her boobs? Her boobs have never been that small. Nah, she um. I, th- I like this uh, this Virgil Abloh thing. I think it I think it looks nice, but the long skirt thing I think that was just for the pictures. I think that's like removable. 
and like there's like a it like turns into like a smaller skirt. Um, I don't know. Okay, we'll so see. She's gonna be Do showing we, midriff again. That's what it's looking like to me. Okay, you know, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm always here for thought, Rena. I don't have any problem with it. I'm just very confused, and I just want to know if we're ever going to see the floral dress because I wanted the floral dress with the back out. And I knew she was going to do something with it, and it was going to look great. And she was going to have a large headband. I just know it. I just felt it in my spirit, and I feel like at some point we need to see that. I don't think we'll ever see that dress. <sighs> I don't think so. I miss the years where she would give us the look for the first round and then give us a different look for the other rounds. I miss that. Can we do that? Can we bring that back? It's this has been uh these past couple couple slams past like 3 or 4. She hasn't really shown us like what she's going to be wearing until she steps out on court and it's kind of driving me crazy. Yeah, I mean, we we saw the dress for Australia, but we didn't know that she was going to turn the dress into a catsuit. Yeah, she turned it into a whole romper. Yeah, so I just didn't... I was not expecting that at all. Um, French Open last year, I don't think she should... She didn't show us that, the bodysuit. At all, no. We had no idea what she was wearing last year. The Wimbledon Moo Moo, she didn't show us that. I mean, she could have kept that completely anyway. And um, the U.S. Open Tutu, I think we saw that a little bit before the tournament started. Yeah, because well, that one that was very pu- highly publicized. So that w- they had those on like mannequins and shit, like outside yeah. the stadium. So we saw those. I thought, um, I'm you know I'm gonna keep that comment to myself. Um, I you know I just. I just want a, a thick headband. That's what I want. No, I don't care what she wears just give me a thick headband and high quality tennis i'm assuming th- i'm assuming we get the headband back there she she was wearing that during the clay so in that one match that she played <laughs> so and it um, would it would only either way whether she's wearing the floral dress or whatever that that uh thought rena kid is like either way it just would look better with a thick headband point blank and period we don't want a little thin thing coming out there it just wouldn't look good Yeah, we'll see. She probably won't be playing until like Tuesday. Yeah, she's definitely on for tomorrow. I know that. Um, and they, they like to kill me with anticipation. It, so I hope, I, I hope it's Monday, just because I'm off on Monday. And if it's Tuesday, then I'm gonna be like trying to like leave my classes to go in the office and watch her match instead of actually teaching. I mean, there's nothing to teach because it's like the last two days of school and these kids are absolutely through with us. But I would like for it to be Monday so I can lay in bed with my nerves, my first round jitters, mm-hmm. and relax. Let me see. The schedule for... Let me see. Who's the schedule for tomorrow? I think Fed was on for tomorrow. I, or did I read that incorrectly? No, you got it. Uh, Federer's playing tomorrow. Kerber's playing tomorrow. Tsitsipas, Pliskova. Uh, Venus plays tomorrow. Oh, dang. Hmm. Sloan. Mladenovich. Muguruza and Townsend play tomorrow. I can sit tomorrow out, honestly. Hmm. I really don't know if I want to watch Venus and Svitolina uh, play. I'm like, not doing it. I'm not doing it with her. I'm just not. <laughs> I definitely want to watch Steph play. 
that's I think that's about the only match that I really want to make sure I'm sitting and watching. Yeah, I want to see what he's wearing. We don't know what he's wearing. Yeah. Hopefully it's something good. But, yep. These are the only matches I see on here. Hey, I don't... I, I could just... I'll sleep in. I'll be alright. Whenever I wake up and decide to see, I'll see. I don't, I'm not... I don't really care about those. I mean, I care about Venus and Zutalina, but I'm still not watching it. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know if my heart can take it. She's ne- Venus. Venus has never had back-to-back first-round defeats at the French, right? Uh, I don't know. Let's find out. It was. She, I know she lost first round in two thousand one. She didn't play in two thousand. I don't think. There was one of those years, either two thousand two thousand one, where she had a first round defeat, and the other year she didn't play. French Open. 2002 was the final. 2003. Not 2000. She made the quarterfinals. Oh, shit. And 01 was the first round. Okay. Okay. And, yeah, no back-to-back first-round losses because she lost first round 2013, then second round 2014. First round 2015, fourth round 2016. I hope she's feeling good. I hope she can win some matches, gain some points here. We'll see, though. Hell, look. She honestly has nothing but points to gain anyway. It's just about getting a good draw. Yep. Trying to make it through these matches. Yep, because after the year she had last year, she ain't got shit to defend. Mm Mm-mm. That could be pretty freeing come Wimbledon time. I hope. Yeah. Well, um, please remember to rate and subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Uh, We appreciate you for listening. Want to say where they can find you, Donnell? Uh, I'm at IamNels on Twitter. I am at Hey Seti Baby, and then our podcast Twitter is at Hold Your Ponytails. Um, and since we're doing Paris, I sign off with TTYL. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. What did I say? You didn't hear?